0: He has spoken on the topics faith, family, and freedom in Cuba, Belgium, Brazil, Congo, UK, and all over the USA to crowds from 14 to 40,000. Please help me welcome J. Lauren Norris. You know, as leaders, it's very important that we have a, um, a discerning eye and a discerning ear. We are, as leaders, responsible consumers of wisdom. We're also curators of wisdom, meaning we take in all the options, so to speak, and then we kind of slice and dice through the information that we receive, the knowledge that we receive. We mix that with the experiences that we've had, and we make available wisdom. We consume wisdom. We curate wisdom. And we do that through the process of gathering information and then applying to an experience and asking, well, does that make sense or does it not? I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I think I've tried that. I'm going to talk about that today on leading leaders. It's a really big issue and it requires even more studious leaders today than it has at any other time in human history. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and you know, I, I grew up with a guy who had a great sense of humor, very inventive guy, very creative guy. Back before the day of YouTube and Google and various things like that, we would find magazine articles or ads in the back of a, a magazine to build I don't know strange furniture and Tim and I would set out to build the strange furniture. We also uh, set out on an embargo to rebuild the carburetor on an old Ford 460 motor and make a, a 250 motorcycle that had not run in years try to make it run again. Oh, We set out on some really great adventures and many of them failed but one of Tim's greatest assets was at 17, 18 years old telling people this is an old trick I learned in the army. And what was funny is people would believe him. Now, if you've got any wisdom at all, any knowledge plus experience, you know that if you're 18, you might have a year in the Army, but only if you got kicked out because a four-year tour duty would still require your parents to sign an authorization form for you to join at 17. Therefore, being 18 years old and a veteran is complicated at best very unlikely is really the more common but tim was also really good at coming up with names for things that didn't exist like the canutinator valve the day we nearly set that old ford 460 on fire was the day we poured a gallon of gas under the top of that four barrel carburetor and tried to start it it ignited burned the entire underneath off of the hood of that old car nearly blew up the car And when all the dust settled and the smoke had drifted away, Tim turned to me and said, I think you're going to have to replace the canutinator valve. Now, I've never seen one. And all the days since then, never heard anybody else refer to a canutinator valve besides Tim. Um, My son works in a parts store. They don't sell them. I don't know that there is such a thing as a canutinator valve. But Tim's ability to be definitively convinced that not only was there a canutinator valve, but that one was gone bad, that was a work of art. It genuinely was a work of art. Today, I was watching videos, as I do just about every morning. I was watching a news channel early on that I had to search because for whatever reason, even though I watch this particular news channel almost every day, six days a week, if not seven Uh, Facebook will not deliver it in my feed or my timeline. I'm subscribed to the page. Still doesn't come up in my feed or my timeline. Even when I go to the search box, the search box is pre-filled with something other than that name, which I search almost every day, six days a week. Is that irony or is that algorithm? (laughs) I think it's algorithm. Here's the more humorous part to me. That is that once i finish watching that video uh, i go back to my regular facebook watch page and it serves up something usually quite interesting today it was joe rogan and a conversation about ftx i watched the majority of it was doing other things and the video feed automatically switched to another video it was a nine minute video on flat earth followed by Another video on Flat Earth. Followed by another video about a man who, and this was apparently a movie, a man who was on trial for murder, but he wanted to defend himself because he was convinced the government had killed his business partner. I hope you're paying attention to what I'm talking about here, because I'm not just talking about the entertainment value of social media. As leaders curating knowledge... Curating wisdom, creating information, and balancing it with experience requires a pretty delicate eye or ear, if you will. Because there's a whole lot of information being thrown at us from all kinds of directions. Information that is actually disinformation, information that has a purpose, information that is intended to cause you to think in a specific way. Some people might call that propaganda. But see, it's not always about the information itself being right or wrong. It's about the pathway that that information leads you on. It's about following one subject matter onto the next. It's about leading you down a pathway to think a specific way. It's also about framing. Well, if this news article is laid against this news article, one of them seems ridiculous. Or, if this news article is laid against this news article, you begin to see a common thread between them. You follow me? If the news that I watch every morning can't even be found without actually searching for it specifically and intently, and yet everything that follows it is in the realm of conspiracy theories, that leads you to believe Somebody believes that the news that I choose to watch is a conspiracy theory. Am I wrong? See, is it about the information or is it about the pathway and the collection of information, uh, otherwise known as the narrative? Now, you may have heard of the last few days. It's been in just about every form of media. Webster's Dictionary, number one word of the year. You know what it is? 11,000% more searches in 2022 than any time in history. This one word. Let me tell you what the word means, and then I'll tell you the word. The word, basically, I'm going to simplify it. It basically means I'm going to take the victim's accusations and turn them on their head until the victim feels like their accusation is ridiculous. How could you even come to the conclusion that that's what's happening? That is so ridiculous. You are not a victim. That did not happen to you. That's not even a real thing. The word is called gaslighting, and it's a psychological manipulation. It's a process. Most abusers use it. Go study abuse, domestic abuse, religious abuse, all kinds of victimology include the process of gaslighting. Why? Well, it's kind of a a long way to get to the point of the Stockholm Syndrome, a sympathizer of the perpetrator, rather than the view of the victim. It's really kind of a scary process when you look at it. But see, if leaders are not astute, well-read, well-balanced, and centered on their own, if, if they're not attached to principled core values, then these pathways of gaslighting, this manipulation of the algorithm, this ability to feed you the information that you must look at and go, that is ridiculous. That is the silliest thing I've ever heard. Overlaid with things that you might believe are true. They're going to call your convictions into question. Your moral values will become, eh, maybe not so much. Your principles will be pounded on, there's no doubt. And as a leader, if you give way on those things, if you allow your belief system to be questioned, to be challenged, if you allow truth itself to be put into the category of a conspiracy theory, you're going to find yourself in a really tough position to lead. Nobody wants to follow a leader who doesn't know where they're going. Nobody wants to follow a leader who makes a different decision every time. Nobody wants to follow a leader who doesn't have principles and core values and a moral upstanding opinion of things to say, this is what I know to be right based on the best insight, experience, and judgment that I have. Now, I'm not saying you've got to be a judgy person. I'm saying you've got to have the ability to say, I know up from down, right from wrong, left from right, bottom from top, front from back, beginning from end. And given those juxtapositions, I can make good decisions. The minute you begin to question what's up or down, right or left, wrong or right, beginning or end, then you begin to question whether or not there is such a thing as absolute truth. Let me put it in this category. The minute you begin to question absolute truth, it's time to question gravity. Yep, they're laws of the same nature. It's time to question thermodynamics and lift and time travel. Yeah, they all kind of run together. There are things that are absolute and measurable. There are things that we're just beginning to understand, like quantum physics. If you get into quantum physics and start talking about time travel, your head's gonna spin. But if you're making decisions today, not understanding those things, you're probably on par with about 90% of humans. In fact, the best quote I've ever heard about quantum physics is, if you think you understand it, you don't know quantum physics. It's beyond right now. It's beyond our ability to comprehend as mere humans. There are some computer models that have been pretty phenomenal. But just the study of things like black holes where anti-gravity does exist, those things will really mess with your head. On an everyday basis, though, they're not quite as relevant. You start to mix them in with all the things that you're intended to think about as a leader, though. You're going to find that uh, just leading is enough. The human mind is tricky enough. Human relationships will keep you busy plenty. Understanding market and understanding where a product fits in the market and what services you need to offer or should stop offering, what products you should offer or stop offering, where the market's going to go on housing or Finances or wars I mean I heard a stat today. I, I don't have the evidence to prove that it's true, but it's an interesting stat if it is true. So far, the. US has provided more financial aid to the Ukraine than Russia has spent in the same war. If that's true, that's an interesting bit of knowledge. Of course, the question, too, comes back to FTX and how much money did they put into that same battle? Because there was a whole lot of money that went to Ukraine and then back to FTX or to FTX and then back to Ukraine. And Maybe that's why Facebook puts a conversation from Joe Rogan about FTX into the category of flat earth. I'm just saying. Which one's a conspiracy theory? Which one is defying all logic? as a leader, you're going to have to do your homework. We are curators of wisdom. And as a leader and a curator of wisdom, that means you've got to know information from disinformation even when the disinformation is uh, information miscategorized. You're going to have to know the difference. You're going to have to do your homework. You're going to have to read some old books and make some comparisons. You also have to be willing to admit that what you're allowed to think, caused to think, encouraged to think, are all being scrutinized and manipulated by other people before you get your hands on that knowledge. Now it's time for you to curate the knowledge with experience to find true wisdom. The people that you lead are counting on that. They need you to step up to the plate and be willing to call balls and strikes what they are and not make up new words, just to accommodate the unexpected. I'm J. Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, or Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.